electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed, Dr. Fareed Fatah tells his patients they have cancer, and he holds the keys to their survival. Fatah would say that he had better equipment, that he had medicines others didn't have. But after pumping people full of chemo for years, Fatah has a secret. Many of his trusting patients don't even have the disease. That's when they hit me like, wow, two and a half years of treatments that I didn't need. The dangerous infusions Fata provides serve only one purpose, making him millions of dollars. For him, it was all about the bottom line. How much time can I put the person in the chair? How many doses of different drugs can I give this person? Robert Soberay is a former auto worker from Milford, Michigan, about an hour outside Detroit. After suffering from back problems, his doctor suspects something serious and refers him in 2010 to a well-known cancer specialist named Dr. Fareed Fada. Right away, Fada orders a painful bone marrow biopsy. Then he gives Soberay the news every patient fears. He has cancer. Your mind goes blank and all you can think about is what's most important to you, you know, to me is my wife. So next to me, and I just held her, I, I didn't know what to do. Being diagnosed with cancer is a frightening experience. Hi, I am Dr. Farid Farah with Michigan Hematology Oncology. Born in Lebanon, Farid Farah comes to the U.S. in the 1990s, where he lands a prestigious fellowship. Fada had excellent credentials. He had gone to medical school in Lebanon, but he had trained at Sloan Kettering in New York, which is one of the most prestigious cancer centers in the United States. He was highly regarded by most of his colleagues and peers in Michigan, and probably nationally. Fada sets up shop in the Detroit suburbs. At his opulent clinics, patients are willing to endure long waits to be seen by the doctor for just minutes. Between 2005 and 2013, Fada builds a practice of 60 employees in seven offices, where he sees more than 17,000 patients. He was the largest provider of oncology treatments in Michigan. Other doctors sent their own family members to him because they thought he was the best in town. He had a reputation of being the best. Much of Fada's practice involves ordering expensive chemotherapy drugs. U.S. Department of Justice trial attorney Catherine Dick. Chemotherapy treatments are all very different, but many of them are essentially poisons that you hope kills the cancer faster than it kills you. But Fada's patients are facing death, and he promises them he has access to drugs and treatment plans other doctors don't. Though he's said to have a quiet bedside manner, Fada can be very persistent in making sure patients take the drugs he says they need. He would alternate between being very comforting and then threatening. When staff challenged his treatment, he would say things like, did you go to Sloan Kettering? You don't know, I'm the doctor. 
When his patients began to push back on his treatment, he would tell them they would die without him. When patients agree to take the chemo Fata says is necessary, he bills their insurance thousands of dollars per treatment. Eventually, the doctor becomes one of the top Medicare billers in the nation. He actually billed over $500 million to Blue Cross and Medicare during the time that he was practicing. What he bills and what he receives are not the same. But Fada does all right. I actually thought, well, he actually knows something that we don't. I mean, he could be the Bill Gates of oncology. Between August 2007 and July 2013, Fada receives $91 million in reimbursements from Medicare alone. Fada went from a small one-person practitioner to having approximately $17 million or more in his possession. And that's not even counting what his practices were worth. Fada lives with his wife and three children in a 6,000-square-foot mansion purchased for $1.5 million. He owns property in his native country, Lebanon, and at one point considers buying a castle there as well. But in 2010, an experienced oncology nurse named Angela Swantek notices that in Fata's kingdom, all may not be what it seems. That year, Swantek interviews for a position as an infusion nurse at one of Fata's clinics. I showed up about 8.30 in the morning, and already all of the chairs were full. I thought, wow, this is going to be great. This is going to be nice and busy. I like to be busy. When Swantek returns for a second time, she gets a look inside one of the doctor's busy infusion rooms. I noticed things as soon as I walked into the office. Within probably the first 20 minutes, I thought there's no way I could work here because of the way that they do things. Swantek has worked in oncology for almost 20 years. In addition to disposing of chemo incorrectly, she says she notices drugs being given for longer amounts of time than recommended. So the light bulb went off that I know what he's doing. Instead of giving something over five minutes, he did it in an hour so he could bill the insurance company for more money. I thought somebody needs to do something to help those patients because they have no idea that they're getting inappropriate care. The next week, Swantek sends a written complaint to the state of Michigan. Patients are being harmed because the chemotherapy and supportive therapy they are being given are being given incorrectly. I have been an oncology nurse for 19 years. I feel this physician is doing his patients more harm than good and needs to be investigated by the state, OSHA, Medicare, and Blue Cross Blue Shield. A year later in May 2011, she gets a letter back from the state saying their investigation has found no violations and that the FATA file has been closed. It's unfortunate because the nurse is onto something. In most oncology practices, infusion chairs are where healing begins. But Dr. Farid Fata seems to see his chairs in a different light. FBI Special Agent Brian Drake. He saw dollar signs in every chair. And the longer the person sat in the chair, the more dollar signs were in his eyes. Fata makes money not just with the expensive drugs he administers, but also with the amount of time patients spend in each chair. In one instance, Fata asks a nurse how much more he can charge by adding an extra hour to an infusion. She did the research and told Dr. Fata that it was only $22 difference. And he said, no, it's not $22. It's 22 and 22 and 22 
and 22. The aura of authority around cancer specialist Fareed Fata is powerful. So on those rare occasions when a patient declines cancer treatment, it's something that really sticks out. Fata's former practice manager, George Karache, recalls a time when he sees his boss after one patient turns him down. He looked not like a doctor who was concerned about his patient, more like he had lost a sale. And he said, we're all misunderstood. Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, they're all misunderstood. And so is Fada. Yes, Fada and prophets go together well. He'll stop at nothing to get them. Among those who keep the money flowing is patient Robert Soberay. February 7th, 2012, is a meta infusion. And March 8th, is a meta infusion. Then April 5th, is a meta infusion. May 3rd, is a meta. Each time Soberay gets an infusion of the drug Someta, Fada bills his insurance $1,120. After taking it, Soberay begins to notice problems. I had a tooth break off. I just broke off right at the gum line. Couldn't figure out what the heck's going on. And my jaw was hurting during this time, too, this period. My jaw was hurting. I would tell Dr. Fowler, and he goes, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I go, maybe you should see a dentist. What it is is a well-known potential side effect of Zometa, but Fata ignores the warning signs. About every month or two, I'd lose another tooth. I had one that come out with the whole socket and all and put a hole up into my sinuses. Eventually, Soberay loses all but two of his teeth. It felt like torture. Like, you know, I kept asking myself, what did I ever do? Why, why me? Not knowing how far his doctor will go to make some extra cash, Soberay is kept on these dangerous cancer-fighting drugs for two and a half years. It was two and a half years of uh, bull that I didn't need any of it because I didn't have cancer. I didn't use the medicine for anything. I didn't need to have a bone marrow biopsy because I didn't have cancer. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. In his efforts to keep patients coming in and bills going out, Fara has been doing the unthinkable for years. Patients who didn't have cancer at all were poisoned with chemotherapy. Health and Human Services Special Agent Abhijit Dixit. Some people were on chemotherapy for years, two years, three years, that they didn't need to be on. Fata subjects hundreds of patients to dangerously potent chemo drugs they don't need. When you reviewed his patient file and understood where the money was to be made, then you could understand why he ordered the treatment, because it made no sense medically. Court records say that overtreated patients will eventually suffer from congestive heart failure, kidney dysfunction, 
blood clots, osteoporosis, pain in their muscles, joints, and bones, weakness, weakened immune systems, permanent baldness, loss of teeth, and loss of memory. VADA also gives patients a litany of other non-chemo infusions, such as iron, which they don't need. He will stop at nothing to send out one more bill. There was one individual who was getting iron he didn't need. He was in his 80s. He fell and hit his head. He did have cancer, but he was given iron before the EMTs were allowed to take him to the ER, and he also later died. And still, in some cases, Fata is taking something more than just his patient's health and money. The one thing Dad was cheated out of the most was his death. Sidney Centilli won a Purple Heart during World War II at the Battle of Okinawa. After the war, Centilli moves to Clarkston, Michigan, where he and his wife raised five girls, including Diane Centilli and Barbara Laboissonaire. Remember he loved classical music? Yes. I, I listened to that on my radio. Yeah. I think of him. Yeah. At age 87, doctors tell Centilli he has stage four pancreatic cancer it spread to his liver. They tell him he has less than six months to live. Hoping for a miracle, though, Centilli goes to see another doctor who says he can do what others can't. Dr. Fada explained to my father that he currently had other stage four metastatic pancreatic cancer patients that were already 12 months out. So that gave my dad hope. Laboisonaire says Fada's treatment involves many, many rounds of chemotherapy and other drugs. Once he started with Dr. Fada, he was sick all the time. He'd be up sitting at night with the chills and fever, and his bones would ache. He couldn't eat. He was losing weight rapidly. After a few rounds of treatments until he has had enough, he's decided to accept a shorter life free of chemo's pain. But when he meets with Fada to say so, he gets incredible news. He walked in and he said, the cancer's gone from your liver. It's cured. It's gone. When they left there, they actually stopped and got balloons and a cake and had a celebration back at my mom and dad's house. Though Fada says he's cured his patient, he orders a new round of different treatments he can bill for. Centilli grows sicker, then checks into a hospital where he's visited by the doctor who he thinks is his savior. My dad looked at him with hopeful eyes, and Dr. Fada said, well, said, you've got, I think, about two to three days to live. He patted my dad on the shoulder, and they walked out of the room. And then my dad looked at me. He goes, what happened? What happened? Sintelli dies just days later, on Pearl Harbor Day, 2011. His name is now memorialized on this veteran's wall at a local cemetery. Thank you for your service, Dad. Love you, Dad. Centilli is just one of many terminal cancer patients, cheated of the truth and out of time in order to pad Fada's wallet. Dad never had the opportunity to accept the fact that he was going to die, to prepare himself for death, to make peace with himself, to have last rites properly for that. I really can't forgive Dr. Fada. For many years, Dr. Farid Fada is a master at keeping outsiders 
from looking closely at his business. He held everything really close to his vest. It would take him months to release records if a patient left the practice and went somewhere else. In retrospect, we probably know today why. He didn't want other physicians seeing his patients, because if other physicians saw what was in their files, there would have been more questions raised than there were. But what about the people inside the practice? There were RNs, there were other doctors that worked in that practice, and they knew. They knew, and I, I know they knew. While this is the sentiment of many of Fada's patients, the feds say the doctor is well-versed at hiding his deceit. There wasn't one person besides him that had all the information. Maybe a nurse over here had a nugget, maybe a biller over here had a nugget, but a nugget of what? They don't know if there's a bigger problem here or if this just was one small mistake. They were separated on purpose. According to practice manager George Karache, Farah and his wife, who acts as his CFO, imposed draconian measures to keep staff from talking. They didn't like the staff mingling and having private conversations. They didn't like them to have discussions unless it was absolutely necessary. And they enforced that through the use of cameras and microphones strategically placed throughout the center. Despite all this plotting, the truth can't stay hidden forever. While Farah is on vacation in 2013, one of his employees, Dr. So Mangle, examines one of his boss's so-called cancer patients. She did not have cancer. So Mangle sees this on the chart and tells her not to ever come back to Dr. Fada again, that she does not have cancer. In July 2013, Karache discusses the situation with Dr. Mangle. And I asked him what was on his mind, and he said, Dr. Fada is administering chemotherapy to patients without need. When I heard that, I said to myself, you know, this is, this is really wild. Other employees corroborate some of Mongle's allegations, and Karaje files a whistleblower lawsuit. With his lawyer, he tells the feds about Fada's unimaginable deceit. I hoped that they were wrong, and I thought we could be wrong. I thought we could go out and we would have aches on our face and look like idiots because we had gone out and asked questions about this prominent oncologist. But on the other hand, if they were true, we had to do it. We had to go out and ask the questions. We had to go out and find out if this was really happening. Days later, agents conduct simultaneous interviews with eight of Fada's employees. A lot of times when people come in and talk to us, maybe 20% of what they say is accurate. But in this case, everything the office manager told us was accurate. Though the full extent of Fada's fraud is not yet known, the feds have enough to act. Just days after hearing from whistleblower George Karache, agents raid Fada's clinics and his house and seize millions of dollars from various accounts. Agents Brian Drake and Abhijit Dixit are on scene to put the once revered doctor in cuffs. Neither his wife nor any other employee is charged for playing a role in the crime. As word begins to spread, the medical community and Fada's patients are left in shock. The feds say Dr. Farid Fada was one greedy, dishonest doctor. Working with a victim witness coordinator in the U.S. Attorney's Office, patients are given their files to take for a second opinion. Among the patients who go to a new doctor is Robert Soberay. You know, I told him, first of all, you know, I was a Fada's patient. He goes, okay, how do you know you got cancer? I goes, that's what he told me. He says, you don't have cancer, so there's nothing wrong with you. He goes, there is now. It was a shock, a big shock. It's probably worse than 
hearing that you got cancer because you don't know what's going to happen. Though Fada's treatment cost him his teeth, court records say he likely had little more than inflammation. Soon, stories like Sobere's come streaming in. As patients started to see new doctors, we got calls from what we called second opinion doctors. They're new treating physicians. And if they took in 20 or 30 patients, they would call us and say, I have a problem here. I have 30 of Dr. Fada's patients and 20 never should have been treated. As evidence mounts against him, Fada pleads guilty in September 2014 to 13 charges of healthcare fraud, two counts of money laundering, and one count of conspiracy to pay and receive kickbacks. Nearly a year later at sentencing, Fada admits he fraudulently received $17.6 million from Medicare and private insurers. He says he misused his healing gift in pursuit of power and greed. In the end, the judge calls his crime horrific and unprecedented and sentences him to 45 years in federal prison. I would have loved to see him get life. And if they had capital punishment, let's go for it. For what he's done, not only to me, to thousands of people. They said he had, what, 17,000 patients? And that's a lot of people. How long did he go for? Now I'm starting to get upset. <laughs> Years after Fada's arrest, his former patients gather at events like this vigil. The government has identified 550 victims and says it's likely there are hundreds or even thousands more. The doctor who violated his oath to do no harm has cost them in many ways. There are health problems caused by years of unnecessary infusions. There are mental health effects for victims and their families. And then there are the financial woes for people like Robert Sobere, who has resorted to a page on GoFundMe.com to help raise $50,000. It's money he says he needs to pay old bills and deal with his ongoing medical problems. On top of this is the anxiety of not knowing what the future holds for his unnecessarily overtreated body. People look for closure in that, and I'm never gonna have closure. Every day, I wake up thinking, you know, is there anything else could happen to me? I don't know. I said I feel better than I did, but I'm still scared. Today, Sobere says there's one thing new patients should do if they ever hear their doctor say, you have cancer. Don't believe them. Go get a second or third opinion. Doubt them. <laughs> Every doctor you meet, doubt that doctor. I will never trust one doctor again. Thanks for listening to the American Read Podcast presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.